Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to... I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, you didn't know that? <laughs> what, ep what episode is this? Uh, Between Two Beards, episode... Blah, I don't know. Four? Between Two Beards? It might be. I don't know. But this is a we podcast. I think it's episode... Oh, it's over 50, I suspect, at this point. Yeah. Um, we are, um, in any case, in Las Vegas. Yep. Um, Mercatus is attending both Grocery Shop and... Uh, NGA. NGA. So we are staying at the Cosmopolitan. So we're mm -hmm. across the street from Paris where NGA is and just down the road from the Mandalay Bay where Grocery Shop uh, is being hosted. You know, the event's been, uh, I would say, interesting so far. We've seen, um, we got to see Tony, the CEO of DoorDash, get up on stage yep. at lunchtime today yep. at Grocery Shop. And yep. they announced today in a press release their deal with Albertsons. Um, the uh, the Double Dash. The Double Dash. Right. Uh, it's not called Double Dip. It's called Double Dash. <laughs> Which, it could be a Double Dip. It could be. But it's an interesting yeah. kind of concept, yeah. right, that yeah. they're doing. And it's, I, I, it's tough to say if this is a response to what Instacart is doing with uh, um, the folks over at Kroger? I, I think they all, obviously they had meet these announcements lined up for this show. Right. So Instacart's Kroger announcements basically having a limited SKU set, right. more uh, fast, convenient food products um, available, I guess, 24-7, because yep. that was the other announcement. Yeah, and this... This is interesting where Instacart's kind of taking this part of the business. I, you know, I, I start to think about the C-store the environment, mm -hmm. Quick Trip, uh, some of the other larger players. What does this mean for their relationship that they have with 7-Eleven mm -hmm. uh, with Instacart? Mm -hmm. Does it put strain on that relationship? You know, we, there was an interesting piece of data that came out from Karen Short and her team over at Barclays mm -hmm. that there is apparently this market that is being created of this I want to call it she has a different term for it but I want to call it fast convenience right. that's being created by companies like Instacart, GoPuff, DoorDash and some of the other players that are, that are coming and raising uh, an incredible amount of money uh, in this space and DoorDash you know was their first foray today the shows beside the, besides that are very interesting I, I will say for those of you that listen to In Between Two Beards uh, it is my perception, and I know Mark and I haven't mm -hmm. talked about this, but attendance at grocery shop is down compared to 2018. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 2019. 2019. 2019. Um, NGA, which was in San Diego, which was the last time that we went right. in February of 2020. 2020. Yeah. It's. Uh, as lively on the trade show floor, but it's a mixture of technology, service providers, and food. Right, right. Um, so that hasn't changed uh, in in any case. There seems to be more retailers walking NGA. That was that was the feedback we got on the floor. And again, yeah. Mercatus is not exhibiting, although we are sponsoring. Yeah. Grocery shop. Um, certainly, more retail conversations yeah. happening. <clears throat> My voice is going. <laughs> well, uh, at least it, thank, I hope it's not COVID. No, God, no. Yeah, no. I'm in danger now. <laughs> um, more retail conversations happening at NGA than at grocery shop. Yeah, that's right. And it's um, the tracks. The tracks at grocery shop, you know, born out of shop talk, have typically been richer mm -hmm. in the sense of of content. Um, I'm not so sure this year. I mean, I've only attended a few. We did attend a good chat over at NGA by David Bishop. Yep. You know, for those who know David from Brick Meets Click, you know, the the 
big focus that came out of, of uh, David's talk, and it was a question that was asked by a e-commerce service provider in the crowd, which wasn't us, right, right. was it us, that asked about, hey, David, you're always talking about how retailers should be mining um, uh, around pickup. Mm-hmm. Or click and collect, and you know David is saying that it is far outranking delivery, and North America in general is a pickup experience, not a delivery. Contrary to yeah. what the trades and the sell side people would have you believe, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And there there are two reasons for that. Mark, do you remember those two reasons that David shared? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Cost and control. Cost and control, yeah. and the big one is you know the fundamental one is for the consumer is control of the experience and David gave a really great example is a lot of the delivery service providers today have not figured out how to deliver ice cream right you know it ends up it's half melted it then you have to refreeze it it's freezer burn and for a consumer the reality is having this notion of I'll be at your house between this hour and this hour there's this perception of loss of control which is true and right. it's more than just a perception right. that it is fundamentally, you can wrap your arms and your mind around the experience when you're pulling up to a store. You know that from the moment it's put in your car, you're in control of getting the items to your home. And that is one of the big reasons why we continue to see in our research, yep. again, in the research that we conducted with Brick Meets Click in, in August, uh, that pickup is far outranking delivery. Yep. And, and the long-term trend, uh, sneak peek into some future Mercatus research, is that it will continue. They will continue. Yeah, there is no, uh, there is no notion of this slowing down. No, uh, there's certainly certainly no notion right now that sales uh, for e-commerce going into September are going to slow down. Yeah, um, I think our biggest thing that we are anticipating seeing seeing is likely a repeat of last year when flu season kicks in. Uh, we're not seeing any statewide restrictions right now because of the pandemic, so you can only assume that uh, numbers will continue to climb. Sales numbers, that, that is. And probably COVID numbers as well. Um, it's a little bit different than the climate that we are experiencing in our home country of, of Canada right, right now. Right. Um, so we're kind of, uh, it's unfortunate, but at the same time, it, it is the opportunity for the retail industry to kind of embrace the changes and to plow forward. Yeah. So what, what, yeah. what are you looking forward to for the next few days? I, I think for me... I'm not so I, I looked at the agendas on both sides, and mm-hmm. the one thing that I I am not seeing is is things that we are talking about, mm-hmm. which is is fundamentally how does a retailer embrace the reality and start to deliver e-commerce in a profitable way? I'm see, I hate to say this, but I'm seeing a lot of this cycle of rehashing features and functionality that we deployed into market two three years ago. Mm-hmm. That have not necessarily been embraced, but they're available in right. the core platform. So we're seeing a lot of rehashing of that. We're also seeing, we're not, and we're, what I'm not seeing is, how do you create this operational level of excellence around omni-channel right. that you, the retailer, can measure, embrace, and adapt? And, and this makes me think of one thing um, that was actually said today on stage, and this was said, uh, said by one of the individuals from PepsiCo, is that the beauty of you, be, the retailer, being in control of the omnichannel experience and leveraging partners in the ecosystem mm-hmm. to deliver that experience is you're able to evolve 
at the speed of your strategy versus when you put your eggs all in one basket, you're you're at the mercy of that organization's exactly. strategy. Yeah. And that and so I'm still seeing retailers not embrace that. And but when they do, also they're falling flat on the back office operational yeah. execution. Yeah, yeah. It's you get this this notion that they think they buy the technology and the technology is gonna do the job for them. Right. But really where the magic happens is when the technology meets the people in the process on the retailer side. Right. Well, then, and that goes back to what we talk about a lot is how do you how do you package technology, knowledge, and service? Right. It's one cohesive element that just embraces the retail industry, and we're not we're not seeing that. So I wish we could see more content around that. Yeah. And I I think these talks are so short; they're fifteen minute infomercials. And I get frustrated because the first 10 minutes is a company pitching itself as the be all end all. And it's, and it's, you know, you know, three easy payments in 99.99 plus shipping and handling. And there's, (laughs) right. But there's no, there's no substance to some of these talks. And that's kind of frustrating because, you know, it costs money to come here. Yeah. It's, and it's not just that it's, it's time, it's intellectual energy. And, and, you know, let's be honest, you're also putting potentially your health at risk. So every day, every time I wake up every morning, this is a big investment. I put my health at risk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, so I'm excited. Is that that vodka? That's no, no, that's, that is, uh, (laughs) it's disinfectant. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It it was an emulsion, but because of the heat, it melted. So this is like a, yes. Um, and it's not from Fiji. Um, but, doesn't she work for Instacart now? Oh, you can't say that. We may have to pay some royalties. Okay, sorry. Yes, yes. Uh, this, you know, we're, uh, yes, Fiji does work for Instacart. Yes, we've been sponsored by Fiji Water. Thank you, Fiji. Thank you, Fiji. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. Um, so we there's also conversations percolating around what we're going to see at NRF, but I think it's yeah. too soon to talk yeah. about that. We're, yeah. we're not sure if NRF is going to be a go this year. Uh, we don't we don't know yet uh, in, in this case. So NGAs at the same time as Grocery Shop, uh, again, uh, it's ex- exciting to be here. Yeah. Uh, I don't, you know, if we were to talk about what we're going to see in, throughout the fall in the industry, you know, we're not seeing anything earth shattering at this, at this point. I'm not seeing any big major movements. I will tell you, I think this is, I hate to say this, mm. this is likely the, uh, the death of personalization of AI right now. Oh, maybe we should save that for the next episode. Yeah. Like, yes. Okay. Yes. I think we could okay. talk about that at the next episode. Let's because do that. We're, we're not hearing positive things no. at no. all. No. At all in the space about companies that are offering. Yeah. And I may be completely wrong. And I'm, what I'm talking about is AI on the front end, not necessarily on the merchandising side, on the back end, on skew rationalization. I think that's something entirely, entirely different. I, okay. I think there's ideas around AI, but it's much smaller than those concepts. And I think we may, we may should consider both okay. bringing a guest on to talk about that and okay. openly, uh, openly challenge them on that. So more episodes to come. Yeah. We're on the road for the next, what, 
three months. <laughs> For two weeks, two, at least two more weeks. Two, well, two and a half weeks. Yeah. So after this, we're heading over to CGA. Yeah, California uh, Grocers Association. Yeah, this, yeah. Uh, which we're excited to go to because, you know, we have a, a very strong presence on the West Coast. Yeah. So we're going to get to see some of our clients and some new clients we're hoping to be able to announce to the industry at some point soon. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to spend some time with the CEOs and CMOs uh, of those organizations and kind of go through some exciting new things, features and functionality we're doing and some of the strategies that they're putting out there in the marketplace. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we're traveling up and down the coast meeting with a bunch of retailers and service providers. That's going to be great. And then back to Canada. And then I think we have a, we have another jaunt. Do we? After U.S. After Canadian Thanksgiving. Yes. Uh, which is mid-October. Yes. Uh, we're going to be going uh, up and down the East Coast uh, right in through the deep mid- Midwest. And I don't think there's such a thing as the deep Midwest. Well, it depends if it snows early. Well, <laughs> yes. It may be. It, it may be the deep Midwest and then yeah. back into Canada for U.S. Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then that'll be it until we decide NRF. So we're excited to be recording for you guys on the road. If you have any questions, by all means, reach out to the Digital Grocer social channels. Submit your questions. If you have a, a guest you'd love for us to interview, let us know. Let us know. Yeah. We're we're happy to reach out to them. Uh, I think you guys know Mark and his team publish an immense amount of research and an immense amount of data. Uh, and uh, we got you, more coming. We have more Stay coming. Tuned. And if there's something specific you want us to measure, let us know. Excellent. Thank okay. you, everyone. Talk to you soon.